Hey everyone, and welcome back to another week with the HLP. The only announcement that I have for this week is that Friday, December 9th, will be a community night, and they will be doing a holiday movie at 8 p.m. Eastern in our Discord. So, if you'd like to join community night, head on over to our Discord at 8 p.m. on 12-9. That's everything for this week, so with that, I'll welcome you into episode 226 on Death's Doorstep. Do you like liquor and things that go boom? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 226, and we're drinking. I'm drinking. Are you guys drinking? Yeah. Over right. Friday. Yeah. We don't yeah. always drink on Fridays. It's usually Thirsty Thursdays, but we are Friday going. I'm having a, I'm having a hometown special. Hmm. It's a uh, Columbus lager, just an American lager uh, made by Columbus Brewing. Pretty tasty. I, I dig it. They come in like a, I think they come in a 12 pack. They cheap. I, I think they're in that like Montucky cold snack okay, uh, price okay. range, which is a little bit elevated from like a regular. Yeah, a couple uh, extra lager. dollars. A they got that like, little sure. bit of hoppiness that I feel like the founders solid gold had. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like them for that. I've always enjoyed Columbus Brewing. Yeah, yeah, they do good work. Steve, you got anything good? Yeah, you Patreon drink. Well, actually, I don't know if it's good. I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> I'm guessing not. All right, so I do have the Patreon drink this week. I'm just going to read what I got here. If Steve is going for quote-unquote slutty drinks, I am, I nominate an extra dirty martini, vodka and green olive juice, stuffed olives, optional. And this is from Pixie Diva. Guess what? If it's optional, I'm not doing it. So (laughs) no stuffed olives. I've poured it into a wine glass and um, looks foul. I mean, it just looks that way because of the, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I didn't see that bottom yeah. layer. Uh, yeah. That's okay. Like, okay. That's a little particulate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you supposed to strain the olive juice? I don't know. Maybe we should have done that. <laughs> but uh, here we go. I'm going to sh- give this a shot here. Oh, pungent. Whoa. The olive juice is doing a lot of work against the Svedka. Um, but this is pretty terrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that, that's a double hitter, man. It's like yeah. you, don't, you don't like uh, olive juice to begin with, and then you're doing a martini with Svedka. Yeah. Right. But it's like, I don't know. What, I'm not going to spend like decent money on vodka. I never drink vodka, really, unless I have to do it for the show. So it's like, I'm not going to get like a Belvedere or something. Just yeah. like, ah, get Svedka. So, and uh, here we are. When you make martinis or extremely like highly alcoholic drinks, mm-hmm. if it's very, very cold, that makes it a lot better. Oh, which is good because we had an hour of downtime after I made this drink <laughs> before the episode started. Well, yeah, and the good part was you poured it out of two room temperature yes. <laughs> containers. Oh. Yeah, they weren't cold to begin with. <laughs> Straight out the store shelf. So I guess it doesn't matter how long we wait. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's it's actually warm. probably better being in here yeah. with the uh, with the little wall unit on, cooling <sighs> it down in here for you. Oof. All right. Well, you say so. <laughs> yeah, I, I do say so. I do say so myself. <laughs> 
Emily, you got anything good over there? I do. I'm sticking with the passion fruit sangria. I just, I can't say no. I open up the fridge, think about what I want, and it's always sangria. There's that passion fruit sangria <laughs> multiplying in the back of their magical fridge. Mm. Oh, I wish. <laughs> we'll see how long it lasts. Sangria for weeks. Haley, you got the same thing as last time also? I do. <laughs> oh, my. What a fun bunch we are. It'd be a vodka elderflower and pear cocktail by Two Chicks. It's really would- good. I hope that Two Chicks has a collaboration with Two Chains. Two Chicks. Yeah, they'll call it chains? Chicks and Chains. Yes. <laughs> Be pretty good. Look, I, okay, okay. It is a Friday night. Mm-hmm. At our first bathroom break, I'm going to spice this up and I'm going to put elderflower liqueur in it. Wow. Oh. Oh. Make it a little extra boozy. Maybe I'll make this uh, Columbus Ham's grenade. Ooh. Oh, we got the Svenka down there. I actually won't do that. (laughs) It sounds like a disaster. Uh, Brooks, last but not least, what you got? I am switching it up today. Rum and pineapple juice. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah, a classic. White rum? Yes, of course. Okay, that's what I assumed. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, dark rum and pineapple. I don't think dark rum really good. Maybe it does. I don't you don't generally see recipes with like dark rum and a fruit juice. Yeah, I, I that's usually that's, with like the cokes and the sodas and that kind of thing. Yep, yep. I would I would put any uh, fruit juice in the uh, clear liquor liquor. Uh, I guess cat it. Well, you don't you don't like a whiskey and OJ? <laughs> oh God! Uh, there are uh, you know maybe maybe a bad boy would drink that, but not nope. not nope. this Doesn't bad sound boy. Like, I don't know any bad boys. <laughs> <be in> a- <laughs> Just saying that no. <laughs> Wait, you don't That's want a, a good boy drink I've ever heard of. Sunrise? <laughs> mm. Invalid if that goes on the pole, because uh, that's a good boy drink. <laughs> you got a screwdriver and then you got screwed up. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it, it's not quite as strong as it was yesterday, but um, yeah, it, it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, you guys got to have your wits about you. There's lesser deaths afoot. Yep. Yeah. Oh, drinking olive juice deal. and vodka. Olive juice and vodka. It's gonna keep you sharp. It's gonna make me slow and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this Hobbit martini has made me slow and dumb. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I think we do have to roll off this time, and I flubbed it last time. We'll see. Who is it? Who's going? Is it, is it me and the? Oh, oh my! God. Come on. That doesn't look. I good, got a no. nine. Ten. Oh. Ten. I'm still in it. I'm still in it. Oh. Yes. Good boy. <laughs> Just call this Amazon Prime because the boys are still around. <laughs> coming back for season four. <laughs> the boys are coming back for season four. Well, geez, guys, when uh, when left last we left our heroes, they had really um, really outdone themselves. Finished up a big long. 9v8 fight against just a smattering of all types of undead creatures. Um, And it was, you know, it was tough because you got all of these big auras, lots of saves. Um, You know, two of your bigger damage dealers were kind of out of it for most of the fight. Uh, Your your wizard went blind, couldn't target anything with spells for a round, and then turned into a big cyclops bat thing (laughs) but you made it through and before 
leaving to lick your wounds, you had Eclipse kind of do some reconnaissance, saw that there was a Grim Reaper looking thing at the front door, kind of just noticed her in the ethereal plane, which maybe gives you a sense of what its senses are, but it didn't come after her. She then kind of did a loop around the grounds, realized that you guys did dispatch of most of the guardians of the outside. Uh, There were no undead besides that Reaper waiting for you. And uh, she found that there were a couple safe spots on the grounds that you might be able to retreat back to. Namely, the stables seemed like the safest, uh, but other spots had haunts in them. Um, The rest of the group analyzed what was going on with, uh, with, I guess, the, the grounds and the cathedral in general. And you found that Every creature in here is going to be under a desecrate effect, and it'll be you know stronger when creatures are closer to a shrine. So within the uh, the cathedral, you also noticed, or Eclipse noticed, a just epically strong haunt. Uh, the the remainders of a spirit that was legendary within the cathedral. There were, there was more to learn about Ren Church, but unfortunately. You didn't learn it within the day, so, you know, tomorrow, if you are to come back and do more analysis after you dispatch this Reaper, um, you may be able to make another check and figure out what's happening. You know, there was something else that I that I thought I would mention. The group did have downtime while Eclipse was searching around. I think you probably would have looted the bodies, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Certainly. Tulia has a very good spell crown. Okay. So uh the nightmares notably don't don't have any any special gear on them. They are horses and you wouldn't be able to wear what they're wearing anyway. Um the bloody bones also notably naked, but I'm sorry, I was trying to picture one of us wearing what huge sized horse gear? Well that that the, the, <laughs> Koshimer got out of there without having to uh How many more of those monstrous forms do you have, Haley? Yeah, turn into a turn into a big horse. No, no, I only had one get out of free uh, big, get out of jail free card. You know, it's it's strange. Big horse had, you know, plus five full plate, but mm, I need a big horse. Be pretty good on our wizard. Yeah, pretty good on your wizard. <laughs> what about Ikmer um, in wolf form? He's gotta be almost horse sized, right? I mean, I he's only a large there. person. You gotta get him bigger. He can be a wolf, and I have a large person. I don't know. Does he have hooves in wolf form? Uh, <laughs> fair. So. Uh, so the fan art. <laughs> so the mummy lord has a plus one spear, a plus two mithril breastplate, a headband of inspired wisdom plus two, a ring of protection plus one, a scroll of spiritual weapon, and a scroll of summoned monster three. The harpies each have a plus one heavy mace, and that is it. But I wanted to make sure you guys got all of the gear from that. I think out of that, the scrolls might have value to us. I would say the rest is great to sell, but I don't think we're really going to have the opportunity to do that, unfortunately. I'm pretty sure we'll find at least one vendor in this church. (laughs) You guys always seem to... Could have a good shop. You guys always seem to pick up random allies, so yeah. Just put them put them in the ally fund. Mm-hmm. Hi, I know we just met you. Here's a weapon. 
hey, we just met you. Would you like- This is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to kill the lady that keeps enslaving Damon's, so join us, maybe. And maybe also go in front of us. We're going to spice things up for you and give you, like, a breastplate that's worth, like, 8K. So, we're even. We're adding that into the deal. Don't worry, though. If you do die, we will pick it up off your body. So it give it gets to the recycled. next guy. Yeah. Give it to yep. the next bozo. We have run through quite a few friends here. Hey, there's historical precedent for using breath of life on NPCs. So okay, this breastplate is full other. of holes. <laughs> <laughs> we just, just keep moving it on to the next one. Yeah, we are the fifth guy that's worn it. It's like the tanks in World War II. They would get a hole blown in them. There'd be a bunch of like blood and guts in them. They'd just spray them down and fix it and give it to the next crew. Yep. Mm-hmm. So... You guys are all together. You share your information, and you head back to the Nigul, I think, to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but we do need to do some healing, and Uska needs to prepare a spell before we sleep. Okay. Well, um, Regs Mauda would greet the group of you, and you would be kind of welcomed below below deck to kind of a condensed version of her um, of her kind of artifact trophy room and library that is like it almost seems like magically mirrored in this ship but like condensed down to be like a level of the ship and she still has her kind of long table that she had greeted you on before well this is the first time that I think Air Bear and well, and some of the other party are seeing this uh, flying pirate ship for the first time. So mm-hmm. the fact that there's extra dimensional space within it um, kind of fits the bill. Yeah, Matumbe looks to Lyra, Tulia, and Ekmer. He still doesn't really know Durin yet. I see without my guidance you have allied yourself with a powerful undead being who flies a ship. Hmm... That feels a, a little condescending here. Um, She has been actually fantastic. I did bring all of your friends here. I will have to consult the bones land on a spiral to see if this quite checks out. Dear, I think it's bones land in a spiral. Oh, I am so worn out after this last combat. <laughs> My brain is all in a tizzy. Has anyone checked this for Asmin's credentials? Uh, no need. No need. Um, also, I would like to say you literally travel with Vance here, who mm. is, you know, like an ectoplasmic dead being. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Don't put this on me. We reconciled our differences a while this, ago. I get at, it. It's just he's being very judgmental. At, Don't you think, At Vance? this point, I am choosing to address my own slippery slope of undead allies <laughs> that I am associating with. First ghosts in Eclipse heads, and then a ghost in mine, and a rat with dead hands. Couple <laughs> vampires who, although aren't undead, are quite close. And now here we are. Full-blown lich. What the clergy must think of me. And isn't your daughter like a vampire? Ah, yes. But we're taking care of that. (laughs) We have made some very strange friends on this adventure, haven't we? But I think the important part is 
Together, we can fight the true monsters. All of us here are here for the right reasons. We're allies, and we can help each other as unconventional as it might look. These are strange times. Uh, Lyra's right. Uh, I think that we should find comfort and that we are all on the same side and bring unique, powerful abilities to, to the right side. And as of right now, no matter how we can get this done, I, I think the ends can, can justify the means. Actually, I'm not sure. We just like came down here and started talking. Did Radix Mato like want to show us something specific, or was this? Oh, this is this is kind of like, just like a communal area. Okay, you know, she's she's got the long table that she had met with you guys in like her spire. Mm-hmm. So like you know for dinner essentially, she's like she's welcome you all down here. But if you if you do talk to her about like what's going on, she might have she might have some things to say. All right, because I was about to start the, like, maybe we should rest and heal and do all that start of things, like exposition, but I wasn't sure if she was, like, about to start a meeting. (laughs) (laughs) If you uh, think you're exhausted for the day, um, I could also help to heal you, being that you are all... And she kind of eyes Vance a little skeptically... Uh, living creatures are healed like living creatures. Yeah, he's he's mostly alive now. Mm, yes. Well, I can make it so my flames don't uh, hurt you. They help you. Um, but then I will be out of offensive moves as well. So it's really up to the group of you. I believe with our spellcasting combined, we can treat our own wounds... Not need to bother you. I do have some more healing left for the day. And I'm sure with Lear's help, we could heal everyone up. Um, yeah, actually, I also have a lot of healing still. I can do that flesh mend thing. Like, a lot, actually. If you do run out in any capacity, I think Greg's Mata has, like, a pretty high number of, like, third-level fireballs that, you know, are going to be doing 8d6 of healing each one for everyone, so... She could certainly be like, well, stand in a tight circle. <laughs> that, that would be strange to bring out at the dinner table. <laughs> Four of you have been healed by that before. The rest of you don't, uh, you know, wouldn't, would be maybe concerned. But you guys can kind of do your, your healing and Reg's motto would bring out a, you know, a meal for the group of you. Was it quite difficult fighting all of those creatures that were guarding the church? I wouldn't know. Our minds were quite preoccupied. Yeah, so it was difficult. Some of us had a greater uh, level of difficulty than the rest of us. They were a little overwhelming with their abilities. In the end, we prevailed, but it was no easy task. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I did did go 100% blind and then have to become a horrific monster to get out of that. So, it wasn't it wasn't a good time. But the good news is we think we have purged the way to the Ren Church Old Fresman Monastery of the Undead minus the small asterisk of there being a lesser death in between us and the doors. But there is uh, one thing to watch out for, Rex Melda is uh, 
giant horse, uh, a large horse running around. Uh, nightmare horse. Um, so if you see one of those around, don't feed it apples. <laughs> what? Alright, I won't feed any huge horses, any apples. I assume you're talking about some sort of nightmare. Yeah, that would be the one. Feed horses apples, Steve. You seem so confused. Yeah, but we killed them all. No, we no, didn't. The one, no. Yeah, one, oh, that one got, got away. away. I forgot the one got away. The yeah. One got away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought what we were, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we all thought that you were you were so concerned over feeding a horse apples. No, 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 it wasn't the apples. It was just I forgot what happened last night when we recorded. <laughs> Our I remember winning, and I assumed winning was killing everything, which it wasn't. So there is that we should probably look out for on the battlefield to flank us, but hopefully that will not bother us while we are on our way. Yes. If you're fighting an incarnation of death, there's a likelihood that one or many of you may die. Um, I, I have something in, in, in all this research I was doing to reverse my own lichdom. I came across uh, several magical items, but this one that I think you saw when you passed through my chambers originally could be quite useful to you, although it is not useful to me, for I had been undead too long. Uh, I picked this up in Osirian. It was quite a difficult find, this sarcophagus. Uh, it's what's known as a sarcophagus of rebirth. If one of you is to die to the the lesser death, it will attempt to take your soul, but the, the sarcophagus can snatch your soul right back if your body is brought within. Now, it will take time for you to come back, but at least your soul will not be gone. Uh, this can work similarly if you find yourself trapped, your soul trapped in other circumstances, but the sarcophagus will remake you and place your soul inside that new body. That seems pretty helpful and certainly uh, gives it gives me and I hope everyone else a lot more confidence to fight this thing. Just get the body back. Right. It will accept ashes or any other bits and bobs of a person. You just need what what's left of them. It's like you read my mind. I've got so many spells that just destroy that body in some way. I was worried. Yes. No matter what you put in there, it will destroy it. If you read the poem on the front, if someone reads the poem on the front of the lid, and the body will be remade. Younger. In your prime, I guess. I thought that maybe it would work on an old gal like me, because... Um, the, the tales about it have been told that uh, undying pharaohs used this sarcophagus when the end of their natural life was up. They would be put to rest in the sarcophagus, and within a few days, they would return 
in their prime. Unfortunately, your fight here will well, it will be difficult to <laughs> this isn't this is a reusable resource in some circumstances, but it does take time for the body to be remade. And so if many of you die, it could take weeks to bring you all back. Try to keep the casualties low. And if possible, just die. Don't don't have your soul snatched. And and then one of your divine friends will be able to bring you back much faster. If I have anything to say about it, there won't be anyone dying here. But this is great peace of mind. Thank you for this generosity. Oh, uh, it's it's no no trouble on my part. I can't even use it. Yeah, so this is cool. This is yeah. a real item. It's a uh, major artifact. Sweet. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. Those of you that are magically inclined, you would also know that like you can use it to travel the planes too if you read the other poem on the front. So you can, you know, you can use it to basically astral project for like days and you can like you can go on the ethereal plane or the astral plane uh, for 48 hours and like you know, you're you're like tethered to your body in the in the sarcophagus, but you can do whatever in that plane. Ooh, nice. There may be tactical advantage in that in a different time. Well, after sitting down for a hearty meal and healing up, is there anything any of you want to do before uh, before bed? Anything you want to talk about with each other now that you've reunited, or are you all ready for a Long rest. Huska's going to take some time to prepare a restoration for herself to remove the negative levels that she is suffering from. Okay. Boom. They're all gone. Yay. Don't think I've got something specific that I want to talk to anyone about. I mean, in general, like, Eclipse doesn't know who Durin is, but that would be more like general, like, dinner talk, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing serious. Eclipse talked to Lyra, like, but she was a little bit worried about that because she left Lyra on, like, not great terms. But other than that, I don't yeah. think there's anything for Eclipse. I, I think we would definitely discuss, like, the vampires, the werewolves, the knights. Yeah, the of- oh, yeah, there's, like, a ton we need to catch each other up on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So kind of catching each other up on all the things that mm-hmm. brought that us here. been through. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, you know, you find out through that dinner conversation that fortuitously all of your allies are heading to Gallowspire. Oh, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have so a dragon. Wolves by, by the river, uh, the vampires, however uh, however that's going to shake out. You're not sure, but that's where you said to meet them. Uh, and then potentially the, um, the Knights of Ozum as well. Oh, do we have any way, I guess Lyra would, uh, finding out this information, Lyra would ask the party in general, does anyone have a way to send a message? I could contact my father and maybe he, maybe that would give him the push he needs to know that I'm fighting the same fight. You have a father in the Knights of Osum? Well... <laughs> It's a bit of a long story, um, but my adoptive father is Mikhail. He 
he leads them. And Durin's like purple, like dark purple complexion, like drains to lavender. Did you say Mikhail? Yes, dude. And he's he's a leader. As far as I know, he still is. How do you know him? I served under him for many years in Last Wall. In fact, as you probably guessed, I did not part ways with the Knights of Last Wall on amicable terms. My rank was stripped from me, and I went before tribunal. It was between exile and the hangman's noose, and your father was the final vote, and he is the one who spared my life. He is a man of great wisdom, and I trust him to always make the right choice. I have gotten to know you, but I haven't known you as long. What did you do to earn that? I did my duty. And unfortunately, that meant a lot of good men died. I served faithfully, even though my servitude was a conscripted one. I stayed with the knights after my service was complete. I rose through the ranks, and one day I had to make a choice. And I think I made the right one, but there were friendly casualties. Some people thought I made the wrong decision. Mikhail thought I made the right one. Well, then I think you made the right one too. War and battle, it's not straightforward. I mean, look at all of us here. We're not a straightforward bunch. No, we're not. I look forward to seeing him again. I wonder what he will think of me. Well, you're here now, and you're making a difference. I'm sure that'll make him very proud. Yes, yes, enough of that. We should get to bed now. (laughs) Quite Uh, rude, come on. (laughs) Putting my heart out there. Never told anybody. Not even Captain Savarine. Uh, yes, it's a very, a very uh, compelling story. <laughs> Business to attend to. Jeez. <laughs> Cold one. Uh, so you know that sending would work on the same plane. That's a pretty easy one for any of you to cast. It's a cleric oracle four, shaman four, sorcerer wizard five. So. Unless someone has a wand, though, I can't cast it. I don't know that spell. Yeah. Yeah, and Uska has used all of her level four and above spells for the day. Uh, and Lyra doesn't know the spell, so... I could hand you my pearl of power that gets used once per day for fourth level spell. Oh. Now that's clever. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. So then Uska could could cast sending to send, to send a message from Lyra. Oh, I would. Yeah, I have a pearl power fourth level, so. Okay, Lyra, you have 25 words or less. Use them wisely. Ooh. Uh, it does say the subject recognizes you if it knows you, and it can respond in kind, so in 25 words, back to you. Um, so it doesn't, It to me, it doesn't sound like you would have to be like, you waste words and be like, Hello, Father. It's Lyra. <laughs> uh-huh. it, it, it sounds like it sounds like he knows who you are. I have bad news. Hmm. It says once per day on command, the pearl power enables the possessor to recall any one spell that she had prepared and then cast. Oh, I didn't know it was and then cast. Sorry. Ah, oh, I ruined it. <laughs> Gave hope and took it away. No, it's fine. I mean, 
Ragsmouta definitely has the ability to do sending. Oh, neat. Oh, there you Let's go. Let's have the lich do it. Um, would you rather me spend an hour or so writing it onto a scroll for you so it can come from you? I think that would be best. That way, uh, I'm going to have to waste time saying hello. My name is Ragsmouda. I have your daughter Lyra with me. I'm not an undead creature at all. Definitely not a lich. And it's consensual. <laughs> she is consensually here in the bowels of my ship. Which flies? Uh, I have her in Veerlick. <laughs> <laughs> She's very safe in the haunted county. We're right outside the doors of Renchurch. She only took four negative levels today. And she's about to fight lesser death. Oh, yes, and a banshee wailed at her. Um, she survived. Oh, that's more of a ransom note. Oh, boy. I think we're out of 25 words now, so... <laughs> Uh, he'll get it. He'll get it. He'll get it. I'm sure he'll come. <laughs> Let's just wait for the response. No, she will. Um, she'll work up a scroll for you. I mean, she doesn't eat, so she doesn't need dinner time or anything. So she'll, as you guys are kind of talking, she'll write this up and give it to you. And Lyra, be careful. You can cast this spell, right? You can. Yes. She's just giving you a hard time. I just. Uh... I've never, never learned to cast this one, but I, I think I can do it. Yeah, this is how old Grey Wurlis and I used to talk to each other. It was sometimes tough because it didn't always go through beyond the plains. I know some of y'all don't know, but it's a very, very beautiful love story, actually. Very sad, though. Mm. Actually tragic, I had to say. Sounds like being left on red. I'm pretty sure you know the story. <laughs> you were there, my boy. That's right. <laughs> That's right. His eyes glaze over. <laughs> that boy's only got one oar in the water. That boy ain't right. <laughs> All right. I should go vote. <laughs> he says that every time he needs to use the restroom. I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, actually, I know this one. Um, werewolves apparently hang buckets on trees. And if you piss in the right one, you're voting for the person that you want for the thing. I have so much to learn about lycanthropy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually probably should know about this because aren't the werewolves coming? I hope not. They well, might putting have, it to a vote. <laughs> they might have to vote. <laughs> No, they'll come. They'll come. And I I know Anya. I, I know Anya. She's she's got our back here. She's, but she's, she's stuck in, in a stall gem. <laughs> oh yeah, no, she she's she's gone. Oh yeah. My dude. Right. Oops. <laughs> We're gonna go save her, hopefully. That's right, your uh, your girl uh Ikma, this happened like a week ago. Oh, I got it in 24 words. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Lyra is ready to send her message to Mikhail. So she casts the spell, which I believe takes about 10 minutes. And she says, 
the Whispering Way trying to raise Whispering Tyrant. We are heading to Renchurch. Please rally your knights to Gallowspire. Vampires and werewolves are friends. And then at the last word, love. Yes. <laughs> Heart emoji. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could have said all of that in so much less with just emojis. <laughs> yeah, Mikhail's boomer ass sure would be able to interpret that. <laughs> he's like just, he's getting this in his head. He's like, eggplant emoji. Squirt. Three water drops. <laughs> Winky face. Peach? No, I think, here's the thing. If they're actually going to talk about the real thing he'd get, he'd get like vampire heart, werewolf face. And he'd be like, oh, are they like friends? Uh, What? (laughs) (laughs) Beat me to it. Um, That's good. That's what she gets her hanging around with Eclipse. It was bound (laughs) to happen. Come on. Let's see. I think I got it. We'll send knights to Luvric's side, so relieved that you are not dead. <laughs> Can't wait to see you again. I love you, Lyra. I got it in 23. Mm-hmm. Aww. Nice. Don't die. Yes. P.S. <laughs> <laughs> then it ends. <laughs> oh, now she has to see him to know what he wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, I always wanted to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you guys spend the night? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then in the morning you get ready to fight a lesser death. Yeah. What are you doing to prepare? It's kind of on your terms when you approach it. Okay. So we got a list of stuff. I think mine's actually shorter. Um, so I'll do I'll do some mine. And then I know that uh, others have much longer lists. Mostly Emily. Yeah. My list is a when full said, page. <laughs> when I said others, I was, in fact, looking at the screen at Emily. She just couldn't see me because she was studying her page of books. Uh-huh. So Emily, before before the bus are happening, you are removing the other negative levels from the rest of the party, right? That is correct. So right away in the morning, Uska is preparing restoration for both Lyra and for... Ikmer for the negative levels, and then also one for Matumbe for his conjuring. Thank okay. you. So three restorations off the bat. Bam, bam, bam. Just like old times. Nine rounds later. All right. Tulia is going to cast mirror image on herself because it is only a personal spell, unfortunately. So she's going to do that. Again, oh, wait. listeners, I gave the party anything Whoa. minutes per level or higher you can cast in this in this time period just for like order of operations there's a 10 minute thing that Lyra would do uh, before the like the buffs start getting casted that are like minutes or 10 minutes per level I have a couple of oh it's just like flat 10 minutes? It takes 10 minutes to cast yeah and then it lasts all day yeah that's fine you can absolutely do that okay so I'm casting that on myself we'll say you guys optimize the order of operations (laughs) yeah uh, absolutely um, we've got 
plenty of very intelligent characters. Yeah, you went, you went all longest stuff first, and then... Mm-hmm. We have all kinds of different characters. <laughs> some of them intelligent. Yeah, some of them. Uh, so, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I did... Book smart, street smarts. <laughs> I uh, did use an, a point of arcane voice to, to cast that mirror image at a higher caster level. Uh, I hopefully getting more images, and then I rolled the minimum once again. So I ha- I'm going in with six images, which is cool, but also not as cool as it could have been. I am also going to cast on Air Bears, specifically Air Bears' main hand sword, and I am hoping that he does not die in the first round. I'm casting an aura of splinter spell resistance, and I'm casting that at a higher set of DCs. That is going to be a DC 23 Fortitude. Uh, save that they need to make every time um, they're hit and if they fail the uh, spell resistance is reduced by 5 now this isn't going to be perfect but boy would that be huge if this thing has bad spell resistance I'm going to guess that if that death is probably magical um, and not physical so that's where I'm going with this I also have we didn't talk about this because I forgot to talk about it I also have heroism so should probably cast heroism on one of the I don't I don't want to double down on air bear because that feels risky eggs basket right exactly so maybe I do this one what is heroism again it's morale bonus to attack rolls saves and skill checks is that not the same though as inspire courage is inspire courage morale let me double check competence I think it is oh competence okay okay I thought it was morale to uh, saves that's why Maybe toss that to Ick because that's what I was thinking. I'm sure we're gonna have will saves, and I'm sure his is kind of shitty. Yeah, <laughs> not great. I knew my next, the next two people who have the worst will saves, if I exclude the lopper, is gonna be Eclipse and Ickmer. And I figured we're gonna probably give this to Ickmer. So you got heroism. So long as morale bonuses are not what the Inspire Courage is, just want to make sure morale bonus is to saves. Only. Okay. Only. Yep. So you do you do not get an extra bonus once she starts singing. It's just the one. But you get heroism, which is a morale bonus to your attack rolls. So that's Tulia. Those are all minutes per level and 10 minutes per level. So we're good. Now Eclipse, also going to buff. She's going to use one of her points to fly. I don't know why I would not. I am also then going to cast Versatile Weapon. On her bear, because their bear can never hit skeletons. If possibly there's any sort of bludgeoning, anything, that is the thing he struggles with. I know it's risky. I don't care. He That's the one thing he always struggles with. That's going to be Eclipse's, like, I guess, spell buff that she gives. I have other things, but they are all very reliant on us understanding what it is. And then she's going to cast Lead Blades on herself. So any other buffs that I would give the party do have to happen either in the moment or they have to happen after I know something. Because I have things like haste and other rounds per level stuff, as well as, you know, protection from energies. So that's that's my, that's the list. Mine's very short compared to uh, what you're about to hear. <laughs> I can bang through my characters quick and then close up with the book that Emily wrote. Matumbe is just going to cast a, a classic heightened awareness on himself. And that's pretty much all the buffing that he's going to do personally. Durin is going to be keying on heroism and use this holy weapon bomb that I've had on my sheet forever. He is going to be able to put it on 10 of his arrows and then he's going to be able to apply it to uh, both of uh, Air Bear's blades. For his arrows, that's great. That's going to be 10 shots essentially, but for Air Bear, that's just going to be the first hit. And it does have some bonuses if and when those hits happen. We can talk about that in combat. The very last thing that he would do is 
I know we're not there, but as we would be like walking out onto this battlefield, you would see like the folds in the back of his old ripped up army jacket start to flutter. And then he does the thing that we saw in the neutral interlude a bunch of times where these bat wings break out through like the the tears in the fabric and he rises up above the party as he uses his alchemist discovery wings to start flying. And that's uh, all for me. That's all I got. Okay. All right. Before we even leave the ship, Lyra (laughs) gathers everyone together and she performs a harrowing for herself and all of our allies uh, to find out what is to come for the day. And in this harrow reading, the suit that was most prominent, I rolled a d6 and I got the key. So that is a dexterity buff. So it is a plus one to AC. Awesome. And then once we get up a little closer, Lyra is going to cast spell resistance on herself. And then for Uska, she casts Hunter's Blessing on everyone and is going to uh, pick Undead for our favored enemy since we are facing death here. And then kind of this terrain of this wasteland, broken down building area that we're in right now. Shady ruins. Mm-hmm. Used to be populated. <laughs> she also, in her gown, her witching gown, she imbues bestow curse into it uh, for when she's hit. She gives Air Bear one of her little butterfly stones to form a life link with him. She is going to she cast false life on herself and glows a little bit stronger as she has some more temporary hit points and then before we walk in she pulls out all three bells from her bandolier and she rings them together and that usage of the death warden's bandolier all together gives us all death ward that is great absolutely How long does that last? Are we about to race to the next combat? So this is (laughs) at caster level 11. So that lasts for 11 minutes. Okay. Yeah, we will. Probably race. Yeah, as long as we don't get, like, wiped. Yeah. If if one or two people die, sarcophagus. The rest of us are going. (laughs) Yeah. I'll put them both in the sarcophagus at the same time. They'll come out twice as better. That's good, right? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. (laughs) I can only imagine the abomination that would come out. <laughs> Got all the best of both worlds. <laughs> Ickmer's brain, Tulia's brawn. Oh, God. <laughs> it's Eclipse, but she's Matumbe's height. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually terrifying because I am way too strong. Yeah, you're also like a, a like shadow creature. It's awesome. <laughs> well, you make your way from the Nigul through the front gates and you see on the southernmost end of Renchurch where the main like double doors are uh, to enter you see death no longer on the ethereal plane with Eclipse but fully materially here let me show you a picture of death you're gonna want to remember him he's gonna take us to our death 
Mm-hmm. Pretty much exactly as you'd expect, huh? Uh, exactly. Oh, I It's so cool, though, because that really is... Ex- it, wow, the scythe is terrifying, but that's exactly how I'd picture death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, legitimately... No notes. ...is Grim Reaper, yeah, just a skeleton like the- in a cool, tattered like black robe what I will say okay he's got like the chain around his belt that has an hourglass hanging from it which is really cool Mm -hmm. but what I will say about the scythe is it's not your regular scythe the blade just keeps going for a while yeah it's it's like very long it is like it's a it's a uh, an alphabetical capital D is how big the blade is yeah yeah that's a good descriptor actually I'd get a tad of that in a heartbeat do it. <laughs> Do it. You won't. <laughs> I want to. I would. <laughs> I mean, if you did, like, this would be a good tattoo. This is an <laughs> awesome looking creature. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a reapy boy. Did you guys expect him to be medium? Uh, Actually, yes. Yeah. I expected this to be basically a human skeleton-ish or some sort of humanoid skeleton in a cloak, which means I wouldn't, like, if it was large, I'd be like, what has happened to you? Because that's probably not thats not how you start. At this distance, because Matumbe is in the front, Matumbe, you kind of see and can examine for the first time the double doors here. Okay. I would allow you to make a... Jeez. I think either a... It's going to be a little easier with a history, but also a religion would work uh, on that on that set of double doors that's going on here. That's a six-point swing. I don't know how much easier it would be, but I'll try and go for the history. Okay. Ugh. Yuck. Bad, bad, bad roll there. Did you need to ask Air Bear for help? (laughs) Have you heard any rumors? (laughs) Isn't that this one thing, history? I can do history. (laughs) Air Bear, the the social studies teacher. (laughs) If it's just an aid, I could, but all on my own, I would have. Uh, I, I, no, 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 no! Don't say it. Just, just, just if you aided. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some things I think I might be able to recall. All right, with the aid, that's a twenty-nine. Kinderen aid, probably. He's a smart boy. Ah, Tulia Ottoites. Lyra aid. Well, uh, can Lyra aid? Yeah, if she's close enough to see. And, she, okay. I and during her. auto aids. Okay, yeah. how many aids we got here? One. One, two, three. Yes, it's radio. Four. One. One. <laughs> I think four I total. Think, yeah, I think that, that's 35 or 30. Oh boy, 35, I think. Because one brought it up to 29. 31, 33, 35. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Matumbe, those aids help you, but I think. I think what finally does it for you is that you're the only one in this group that can recognize a trap. That's right! You're the only one that can notice something magical about this door and know that it's going to hurt people. This, This door is called a Reaper's Door. And you can see from here, it appears to be just jagged, welded to it, are weapons of everyone that the dead killed here. And you know that this amount of death could tie a lesser death 
to the place. <laughs> so not only is this a trap, but it's probably also the reason this thing is here. All right, so so help me through that. You said it's a lot. Are we talking like Iron Throne, Game of yes. Thrones, like pile of like hundreds, yeah. thousands of swords type yeah. of thing? Oh, that's, uh, that's rad. Yeah. You also know that because of the lesser death is here and is tied to the place and has the souls of the people that were here, that the the Ferasmans that, you know, tried to protect this abbey, as long as the Reaper is alive, the door will spring to life and attack anyone nearby it. So essentially the weapons will come unwelded and start swinging at anyone within 10 feet of the door. That's really cool. But you but can't. The Reaper's dead or defeated. The Reaper, the Reaper would it would allow the souls to move on. We're walking up, and Matumbe's in the front. You have Air Baron Ikmer kind of flanking him with the wombo combo of Eclipse and the Lopper right behind them. You have all of our casters and stuff in the back. Durin floating overhead with his with his big old bat wings. Matumbe stands up tall. Bad news. Lesser death commands many souls, and we must defeat him before we make our way inside Ren Church. Well, that door is going to be much more of a problem. Oh, oh, there's like zero option that they, you know, plane shift or something away and we don't have to finish it like we've had a couple of combat. Being a man of phrasma, I thought perhaps I would treat with death Death being one of the three tenets of Phrasma. The other two, of course, being life and, uh, mm-hmm. prophecy. That's the one most people forget anyway. I am questioning your skills now. Voice <laughs> <laughs> echoes in your head. <laughs> you can't ride your bike in what? here. Questioning my faith. Uh, however, it would appear by the existence of this door, this magical trap... Death will be looking for more, and I would not want to see any of our weapons nailed up on that door. We must release their souls to the afterlife. It is our moral prerogative at this point. Yeah, Matumbe, this, this kind of jogs your memory on a lesser death a little bit as well. Maybe not to what its, you know, what its weaknesses and strengths are, but more so towards, you know, the fact that it has reaped so many souls that a lesser death has less willpower than the original death. They're like created from death as souls who refuse the natural order. Normally, death would treat with you, but a lesser death can become consumed by its own consumption. Mm. Oh. And so this one would likely be obsessed with collecting souls. So my flagrant bullshitting wasn't completely off. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Like normally Sweet. normally if, you know, a man of phrasma attempted to speak with the Grim Reaper, with the death, it would speak with him. Yeah. Alright guys, so I was joking about it being friends with me, but it also collects souls and I am now worried about myself a little. I just had a moment <laughs> of self-reflection. <laughs> Him and I no longer have anything in common. Eclipse, you're up. <laughs> I just, I think I just, I feel like I just saw my like life path. Like I'm gonna die. <laughs> Unfortunately, become this. 
the only other thing you know, Matumbe, and I'm going to let you, you know, now that it's a new day, like when you're in combat on your turn, like roll again for, because I don't think I gave you like it's, you know, I gave you like one of its special abilities, but I didn't give you like its weaknesses or defenses or anything. My, so. my knowledge check was also rolled before we had any idea what this creature was yeah. from what Eclipse said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, so you're going to get a... Which raises a DC, I think. Yeah, you're going to get a better idea of it, seeing it. But you know one other thing about lesser deaths. They don't like to talk to the living. And as you think on that, this one raises a finger in the same manner that it did, pointing directly at Eclipse. Collector, bring me your prizes. And I need you to finish your drinks, because we'll see you next week. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I knew it. Oh God. They're mine. Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.